Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Lawn bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia. We're all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today. And The Bowl Show. Stay engaged with the sport via The Bowl Show. Sundays on 7-2 from 2pm. Hello and welcome. Wonderful to have your company on this week's edition of Without Bias. Good news, you can probably sense the tone in my voice as well, that for a lot of you around Australia, things are starting to change, restrictions are starting to lift, and slowly but surely you can get back out on the green. For others, you're probably right to go in the next couple of weeks if you're listening from the southern parts of Australia. Jack Heverin is my name. As always, it's all thanks to Apia. We're all about possibilities. And for the Bowls Show, Sundays on 7-2 from 2pm, you can stay engaged with the sport. You can also stay engaged with the sport by jumping on the website, bowls.com.au. Those restrictions that we always talk about, they are different in every state. So there's plenty of documents online to let you know exactly what you can And just as importantly, what you can't do. Barry Lester, the lifelong number one ticket holder of this show, will join us very, very shortly. But what a way to start off this week's edition. We talk to the Australian Jackaroo and also ambassador for National Volunteers Week, Lindsay Clark. Hello, Lindsay. Hey, Jack. Hey, everyone. How are you going? Hey, we're excellent. Thank you. What do we find you up to at the moment? Oh, I'm actually very busy, um, probably just as busy uh, as I ever have been, I guess, um, apart from playing bowls, which I haven't been able to do for the last uh, couple of months like most. Uh, but yeah, I've got a uh, new job at the pet barn. I've got two little kids to run around after. Uh, I've been doing push-up challenges, raising awareness around mental health. Um, so I've been, yeah, pretty busy. How is your push-up game coming along, by the way? Do you feel like you're getting stronger? <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm up to day. Oh, I can't remember where I'm up to now. Actually, I lost track. But I never could do push-ups on my toes at the start of this, and I'm now up to 23 on my toes. So yeah, my aim is to get to 25 of the 25 of my toes by the end. Is it is it easier or harder when you've got two kids hanging around that want to do push-ups as well? <laughs> well, when they're sitting on top of me, it is much harder. <laughs> um, but they have actually been uh, really good motivators as well. So. Especially Harvey, my little eighteen-month-old. Every time I say, "Oh, should we do the push-up?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> so uh, now they've been good fun. They've been enjoying it. I know the layoff has been enforced, obviously, and out of everyone's hands. Have you found it a good chance to just freshen up? The Jackaroos have played so many events, and then you've got Bowls Premier League and UBC and all these other things as well. Have you found it a good chance just to freshen yourself up a little bit? Yeah, for sure, Jack. I think uh, well, being on the Gold Coast, we play 12 months of the year. Mm. So I've never, ever had this much time off um, playing bowls in my entire life, 25 years of playing. Um, so it's been, it was unusual at the start, but there's been some positive things as well, like, yeah, re- refreshing, resetting, 
um, thinking about goals, uh, spending more time with my kids and my husband, Brad. So um, there has been some positives, but it's making me extra extra keen to want to get back out there. Yeah, well, I suppose the light's there at the end of the tunnel, isn't it? You, you're living in Queensland. Queensland clubs only in the last weekend have been able to start to slowly get back on the green. So... Uh, there are a lot of people who love this sport, play it socially, play it professionally, obviously, like you. Can, do you get that sense within the, the Queensland Bowls community that they can start to see a way through now? Yeah, I think so. Um, I know my club at Helensville, I think we're starting to open up uh, possibly this weekend just for roll-ups. But I think it's pretty important everyone, um, I guess, make sure we stick to the sort of strict guidelines that they put in place to make sure we can return to sport um, safely and we you know the worst thing that could happen would be a second wave type thing so as much as we all want to really get out there I think it's important we try and follow the rules as much as possible so um, yeah bowls.com.au I keep saying it I'll continue to say it until I turn blue in the face every state is different so jump online and check out what you are and are not allowed to do now National Volunteers Week is this week May 18 to 8 to 24 it's a very very important initiative and you're an ambassador I am yes I am Jack um, I think yeah pretty appropriate I guess um, in my bowls coordinator role at Helensville um, so I rely very much on uh, my many many volunteers um, and definitely sport in general across Australia couldn't exist without them um, in whatever role. But I guess you find that my volunteer of choice was Pat Reilly, who is at the club eight days a week, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and she's done every job possible, um, you know, whether it's you know, pushing in chairs or cleaning up the rubbish to officiating, um, you know, taking charge of our volunteers. Um, yeah, she does everything. And, and there's someone like that in every club, I think, as many, as well as a, like a, a big band of volunteers um, and Bowles is famous for having some of the best volunteers in the world. So yeah, we're very lucky. It, it really is, isn't it? I've been involved in the sport for a while now, and I come from a local sports background myself and know how important volunteers are. But I, I've always found with Bowls, when you go to clubs, I've always found that the volunteers are the lifeblood of the place. Yeah, definitely. And they're the backbone of many, many clubs. Um, and I think, uh, especially, I can only sort of speak a little bit about uh, my club volunteers at Helensville. They're just so... Um, passionate and proud, uh, club proud, I guess you could say. So, you know, they want our place to look the best. They want people to feel welcomed. Um, they want our events our event to run as smoothly as possible. Um, so everyone sort of chips in uh, to make it all happen, which is awesome. Lindsay Clark joining us here on Without Bias. All thanks to Apia. We're all about possibilities. And for the Bowls Show, Sundays, 2 o'clock on 7-2. Um, I don't mean to sort of dredge up what could have been, but if you look at the calendar, next week would have been the start of the World Bowls Championships for oh. 2020. <laughs> yeah. I'm very I'm very sorry to do this to you uh, because I know how much you were looking forward to it. But th- the flip side is that the spot is still there for 2021 in May when we come back. How pleasing is that? Yeah, it's it's um, pretty crazy because we've never, you know, in the, I've been in the Australian team for 17 years and we've never had a 12-month lead up to an event where you know you're actually guaranteed to be in it. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, unless something happens drastically with form or health or something like that. Um, so it's pretty unique, uh, but it's really exciting. Um, we're hoping to sort of set some mini goals and um, really get together in our disciplines and uh, get some team bonding going on. We can't physically see each other right now because we're all from different parts of Australia, but we're uh, sort of connecting online like a lot of workplaces and teams. So... Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy, but really looking forward to it. Um, obviously, Helensville being my home club and yeah. to play a, home, um, a world championship on my home green was 
going to be my little fairy tale. But, uh, yeah, it's still happening just 12 months down the track. It's still a fairy tale, though, isn't it? As you say, it's just been put on hold for a little bit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I rolled my first ever bowl when I was 11 on the Helen's Old Greens. And to be able to, you know, wow. 25 years down the track, roll a bowl there to try and hopefully win a world title is going to be pretty special. That's uh, my, um, not that I have much hair left, Linz, but that what's left of it is standing up on the back <laughs> of my neck right now when you say that. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, it, yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it does make me feel a little bit emotional as well. Like, it's been a massive journey over all that time, and I've had a lot of supporters from my club, um, to my parents and my sisters, my husband, um, and so for everyone to be able to witness, hopefully, a, a lot of success with the Australian Jackaroos come twenty twenty one World Champs will be pretty special. Do you think because of the way that the Jackaroos handled the Commonwealth Games two years ago and handled all of the hype and all of the expectation? Is that the roadmap for this World Championships? Because to me, there's going to be the same expectation. There's going to be the same pressure on the Australian team to achieve big success. But do you feel like for a lot of the team, not all of the team, but for a lot of the team, you've you lived it now? Yeah, definitely. And I think um, that's always the case. Australia, pretty much in any sport, are always the ones to beat um, and probably more so in bowls. Uh, knowing the women's team, we've been number one since 2008 in the world. So um, we're always a bit of a target, but extra so on our home surface. It just makes us, I guess, work that little bit harder and know that we've got to, you know, step it up another gear if it's possible. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've, we've earned the, the, I guess, the, we've earned that pressure. And it's, you know, these days I'm fairly well in, in, experienced into my Australian career. So, um, Don't make me say that word. Don't make me say the word that starts with N. <laughs> no, no, we're not going there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's something that we've learned um, is the, the right to feel that pressure and to have that place on us and then thrive on it. So, yeah, it's something I really, really enjoy um, and I'm really looking forward to it. Before we let you go, a lot of the listeners tonight, to, or however you, wherever you're tuning in, day or night on the podcast or listening to us live, of course, um, we'll have watched the Bowls Premier League. It's being highlighted on the Bowls show at the moment. What was recently highlighted was this crazy set of affairs where you were in Moama working on the TV <laughs> broadcast and doing an outstanding job, I will say as well. You, you were receiving rave <laughs> reviews. And then all of a sudden, you get this tap on the shoulder and, and someone says, hey, can you play tonight because Joe Edwards is injured? <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think you'll never live anything like that again, Linz. Never ever, and you know what? The first when because it was all happening, I was getting my hair and makeup done, you know, getting set to look the part for my hosting gig, and then someone came up and said, "Oh, you a chance to play tonight?" And I thought I'll pull in my leg. I was like, "What? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, having a laugh." And then yeah, next minute, um, turns out yeah, I didn't hear the story until a little bit later that Joe had been injured and that potentially they needed someone, um, hopefully of equal standard. But she was playing phenomenal, so that freaked me out. But um, I had to try and. I guess, emulate her ability. Um, but, yeah, I just went out there and just had a bit of fun with it. Luckily, I played pretty good. Yes, you did. I had a, my bowls, yeah, my bowls were too big. And everything was a bit big and uncomfortable. But, um, yeah, the boys and the Moama crew were really great. And, and it was pretty lucky that I was part of the home um, franchise, mm. like the home club's team, because they, the crowd really lifted me and supported me and had a laugh alongside me. And, yeah, everyone was really grateful I could just help them out. So, they haven't won me a bit of the prize-winning check, but you know, ah, is that I was right? doing a good thing, I guess. I, I was, I was <laughs> going to ask if there was a just a small portion that found its way to you. 
Send them an invoice. They're pretty good. They'll they'll, they'll fix that up. <laughs> yeah, it might be a bit cheeky at these times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a very good point, actually. Lindsay, thank you for joining. It's great to catch up. You're one of the great personalities and characters of the sport and, most importantly, one of the most loved. And sooner rather than later, we're going to be back out there playing and we can't wait to see all of your preparations for the World Championship. So thanks for stopping by today. No worries, Jack. Thanks a lot and hope to see everyone out on the green soon all going well. Lindsay Clark joining us here on this week's edition of Without Bias. That is with thanks to our great mates at Apia. We're all about possibilities and for the bowl show Sundays 7-2 at 2 o'clock. It's how you stay engaged with the sport. Barry Lester will join us on the other side of this. From the wide outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia. We're all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today. And The Bowl Show. Stay engaged with the sport via The Bowl Show. Sundays on 7-2 from 2pm. Nice to have your company on without bias. All thanks to Apia. We're all about possibilities. They have a dedicated team of specialists that you can call at any stage on 13 50 50 and they will guide you through. And for the bowl show as well, Sundays at 2 o'clock on 7-2. It's going absolutely superbly right now. So if you haven't seen it before, give it a try this week from 2 o'clock. You will have seen Barry Lester. You will have heard Barry Lester a lot. Any excuse to talk to this man, I always take. And there's a bit happening around his neck of the woods. Barry, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me again, Jack. Yeah, uh, it's good to be back on the show. Well done with the bowl show. I noticed Matty Clapper is looking pretty comfortable in that chair next to you, mate. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you moved and it did open up a vacancy <laughs> while we can't travel, so you better you better tell him not to get too comfortable. As I've said before, I couldn't probably think of anyone better, mate, so he's doing really well and I'm loving the show and yeah, a lot of diversity there and player interviews and all that. And uh, It's just great. I know a lot of people are tuning in and watching it. Yeah, the numbers have been fantastic, which is really, really good. How are you going with painting? Last time we spoke to you three or four weeks ago, you'd begun to paint the, the basically all of the Burley Heads Bowls Club. Are you finished yet? Well, yeah, we're nearly there, Jack. So we sat down yeah, about a month, six weeks ago, and, and sort of looked at all the stuff that needed doing, and the club was really uh, receptive to that, um, between myself and the, and the club manager. And Yeah, we planned on uh, painting certain parts of the club stripping back a few walls, tidying the place up a little bit and, and making sure that not only are we a little bit more, I guess, presentable and looking a little bit more fresher when we get back, but uh, we've got a lot more room for people to move around with the restrictions and a lot more focus on sanitisation and people can get to places and stations where they can wash their hands easier and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, just um, sprucing the place up. It's looking a million dollars plus with... Um, Michael Turner, our greenkeeper, he's been outside working on our greens, and because they've had no traffic, yeah, they are looking superb. It's hard to look at the greens and not get out there and roll on trusting. Have you had a roll yet? Uh, I haven't. No, we we're starting up in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, the other week, our greenkeeper just asked me to throw a couple down just to test the green out after he prepared it, and yeah, it was superb, superb. So, but I, I am missing it, no doubt. Um, but at the same time, being a bowls coordinator at Burley Heads here, my role is the health and safety of our yeah. community members and our, our bowlers when they return back to the club. And I know how much work you and, and the club would have put into that. How do you go about that? Because Queensland practice, if you want to use that in inverted commas, has been allowed as of last weekend. How do you go about making sure that you're not involved in an outbreak and, the, and you're making sure that you and your club are doing the right thing? 
Yeah, well, the first thing is um, just trying to get the message as clear as possible to begin with. So we're going to go down the path of video. I notice a lot of people these days, if especially through social media websites, if it if it sort of drags on a little bit in terms of um, text or literature, they can maybe lose the message a little bit. So we're going to go down the video path and really step by step, just do short messages via video, saying the do's and don'ts, and then um, yeah talking about all our stations, where they are, what to do when you go to the station, how to sanitise properly, how to wash your hands properly, etc. So just try and make a visual effect of it. And um, and then just interviewing a lot of people as well. Where have they been? What have they been up yep. to? Uh, making sure they, they fill out a, an appropriate form before they come onto the premises um, and, and make sure that the indemnity is there and that they're doing all the right things. And, and making it fun too, Jack. You know, we'll play some music in the background just through our, our stereo system, make it a relaxed environment because, after all, a lot of these bowlers have been trapped up in their homes and not many of them being being able to get out. And when they come to the club, you want to make it as safe and as fun as possible. So with that in mind, do you think that you'll have a situation? I mean, Burley Heads, where where you look after things now, is so beautifully located right near the beach, right Mm. near a a complex of cafes and shops and all that sort of stuff. With the weather that you have in in Queensland, you're bound Mm. to have walk-ins and people that want to play social bowls almost immediately. So do you think you'll need to just temper everyone's expectations a little bit oh no doubt yeah just even when you walk around the local shops uh if you've got your, your burly bowl shirt on some people will be like oh, how's the bowls club traveling um and so on so yeah we, we're just going to have signage on our on our doors which we already have and on our gates we'll only have um a place one spot where you can enter the building the premises yep. and one spot where you can exit so uh there'll be no way uh, easy way to enter the, the building unless you've booked in for your appropriate um session to roll up and then you'll have to exit via another vent, uh, spot as well. So people won't be able to bump into each other that way. And with the current rules and regulations that are going on at the moment, it's, it's quite clear that no one can um, be overloading certain rink space and no one can be too close to one another. So, um, yeah, it's very important we get that message clear well and truly before they step foot onto the premises. And, uh, and like we said, yeah, making sure that we, we do a lot of Q&A with these people that do enter the venue. You're one of the best coaches in the country, so it's a good time to ask you about easing back in. And you know, there'll be people listening that uh, are in the southern states, in, in Victoria, New South Wales, that aren't quite ready to be allowed back on the green yet, but we hope will be in the next couple of weeks. From a coaching point of view, how do you go about it? If you're a club bowler, if you're uh, even just a social bowler, how do you try and ease your way back in and start to get all the basics happening again? Yeah, we're, we'll be having 90-minute roll-up sessions. Some clubs are doing two hours, uh, maybe an hour, but I believe just in within maybe an hour, an hour and a half, that you will find the next day or two that your body will um, pull up sore. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty confident that'll be around the lower back area, and well and truly into your legs. So I'd be thinking that uh, from a coaching perspective, don't go too hard too early, uh, and do all the little things around your your activity as well as in terms of hydrating and stuff like that. So uh, I personally. From a performance point of view, when I go back to to training, I'll be filming my technique a lot, so make sure there's maybe nothing that's changed, nothing looks different to any previous filming I've done the last few years, and also writing down my routine. So I'm just on on top of what my routine looks like from preparing right through to delivering the bowl, and and I sometimes go to a further extent in timing my routine as well, so making sure there's no inconsistencies there. So I think it's a good thing to write down what your routine looks like, you know, how you prepare certain things, and then when you've got it written down, you can refer to it. 
Before I let you go, uh, you have now got an extra layer of responsibility in your life. You and Miranda, the, the dog, the toy poodle, how's it going? Over, yeah, he's four months now. Four and months? Yeah, he, yeah, that's right. We, yeah, we, we, um, we've had him for nearly two months now. Time flies. So, yeah, he's been a blessing and uh, he's been on his first couple of play dates with other little dogs. <laughs> um, so, but he, he's so popular. We, we go for walks along the foreshore at Corumban and Palm Beach and um, on those beautiful sunsets and uh, everyone just wants to stop and, and um, you know, just take a look or even try and have a pat and, and it's pretty hard to, to you know, <laughs> sort of keep walking. But he's pretty popular, Jack. He's been great to have because, as I've mentioned before, we got him the day before the border closed. Yeah. And, um, he's been great to have around around us. So, But, yeah, it's um Is he, yeah, the, is he the boss mate, of the house? Oh yeah, yeah. He, uh, I'm OCD, as you know. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a neat freak. So the moment something's left laying around, uh, I, I give him a little look, and he knows what it's all about. Trust me. <laughs> I know that look. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And Jack, I just want to say it's National Volunteers Week, too, yes. mate. And um, just a big shout out to all our volunteers that have done stuff in the past, doing stuff now, and preparing for the clubs for when they can uh, reopen. And uh, well done to yeah, all our volunteers, and we, we're going to need you more than ever when we get back out there operating. Always nice to catch up with you, my man, and you're always thinking about the volunteers. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jack. Bye-bye. Barry Lester joining us on Without Bias, and on that note, we say farewell. It's, as always, thanks to Apia. We're all about possibilities. Get in touch with a dedicated team of specialists today. 135050 is the number. And for the bowl show, it's back this Sunday, 2 o'clock on 7-2. A big thanks to Barry, a big thanks to Lindsay Clark, and a big thanks to all of you for joining us, and we'll do it again next week. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91